Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. I am your host, Anthony Paziali or Spaz. I am also live on Facebook and I'm also live on TikTok. I have my Facebook crew and I have my TikTok crew. And I also have you who listen to my podcast in your car or while you're going to the bathroom or doing whatever you do, or maybe you're not listening to it. Because if you're new to the program, I tell you that if you don't like my show, just turn it down. Don't listen to it. Tune me out, but get through the first commercial. I do one commercial break, bro. One. And I get paid one cent for it. Do me a favor and just get through it, okay? For the people in Alaska, the person on TikTok, if you don't like this crap, download my show. But don't listen to it. So right now, I'm going to ask everybody that just came across my podcast, you on Facebook, you on TikTok, go to anthonypaziali.com or to any other or, or to any podcast platform that you like. You can put in spazzing out, subscribe, follow me. And then I don't care if you listen to it, but just play it. You got to play it through. Turn it down. If you think it sucks, don't listen, man. I don't care. I just want to make a dime. I mean, jeez. Help a man out. One, it's not a dime. It's a fucking penny. One penny, bro. Man. So, all you got to do is just say, wow, this guy really sucks. I don't want to listen to his show. Then turn it down. Wait about 15, 20 minutes. I'll get credit for the sponsor. And then you can move on. Speaking of sponsors, every day on this program, I got something in my eye, man. This is going to drive me nuts. Hold on. All right, the podcast always gets disturbed by the things that I'm doing, but all right, it's not my eye, it's my glasses. All right, every single podcast, we have a local business to Massachusetts that I promote for nothing. I, I don't take any money for it. I just want to help local businesses make money during the pandemic. So I ask people to either send me a t-shirt, card, or DM me. Uh, yesterday's sponsor of the day was a local author. He has a great book. It's called Tapped, uh, Yet Unrooted. Guys, check out his book. Um, it's tappedpoetry.com. Check him out. Today's sponsor of the day is a business from Marlboro, Massachusetts. It's Unlimited. It's called the uh, Unlimited Construction Company. Go to um, www.unlimited-built.com. So unlimited-built.com. Check these guys out. They're the, the sponsor of the day, Unlimited Construction Company. They're still working, and they do additions, basements, <coughs> corona, bathrooms, custom interior, custom homes, no job too small. They're fully insured, and they do free estimates, which I think is bullshit because it's a waste of people's time. I, I don't do fucking estimates. If you don't like my quote over the phone, I'm not fucking showing up. Estimates suck. Waste of time. Honestly. Hey, if, here, before we get into the podcast, let's talk about estimates. If you're a douche and you need goods and services and you're going to call some guy out, he's going to come out to your house, he's going to put together a big fucking dog and pony show for you, and then you don't do the work for him, well, the guy just wasted like six hours of his day. So, first off, people... If you're not ready to buy, if you're not ready to get rid of junk, and you're not ready to do the home edition, you're not ready to get a roof, you're not ready for windows, you're not ready, if you're not ready, don't call. Do not call. Because most people who are in business are pussies, and they're scared to tell you that you're not coming out. They're afraid. They know you're not buying. They can tell by the, t the tone in your voice that you're not purchasing. But they still go. I don't deal with that shit, man. You call Take Chuck, you call me, 844-TAKE-CHUCK. Oh, I want to get an estimate. I straight up, boom, what do you got? You start telling me what you have. Oh, all right, great. Well, guess what? You pay for the space on the truck. Well, maybe you could tell me how much uh, of a truck you have. It doesn't fucking matter. You're paying for what you put on the truck, bro. Whether I come out there and say, hey, that's a half truck, or I show up at the truck and put the shit on the truck and say, hey, it's a half truck. So, you call me, and I'm not a dick about it. I just plain and simple, I don't give fucking estimates. It is what it is. The price is the price. What do you have, sir? What do you, what do you have, sir? 
Well, I I I took a a shed down, right? I ripped. How big's the shed? It's like an eight by eight by six, or uh, they're bigger than eight by six. You know what I mean? They're like twelve by ten or something like that. So twelve by ten. All right, yeah, that's that's gonna be a full truck. You sure it's gonna be a full truck? You 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 sure? Yeah, it is unlimited. It, it's I have to do that again. Wait, limited. Ultimate. It's fucking ultimate construction. Brad, thank you. We will we'll we'll start the uh. We'll, let me do the sponsor thing over again, and then we'll get back into my bitch. It's ultimate construction, and you want to go to www.ultimatebuilt.com. Ultimate, like the ultimate warrior, ultimate construction company out of Marlboro. Brad, if it wasn't for you, it'd be fucked. You got the banner, and I'm giving this guy a plug, and I'm not even saying the company right. So, we'll get right, let's get on estimates. It's garbage. Estimate is garbage time. If you are not ready to buy, let's just say you're thinking about it. Oh, you know, I was thinking about putting a roof. Well, don't fucking call. When you're ready to put a roof on, then you call. And then I'll ask you. You need to like, all right, you know what? This is a lesson for the consumer and for the business owner, okay? Someone calls you, they want something. You want it straight up. Someone calls this is, hey, thank you for calling Take Chunk. But I say it, I'm nice about it. Thank you for calling Take Chunk. This is Anthony. How can I help you? Hey, I was wondering if I can get an idea on how much it costs to get rid of a shed. Oh, you got to get rid of a shed? Why? Well, we tore down a shed or I'm getting a new shed. Okay. Uh, how big is the shed? At the shed was like a, a 12 by uh, 10. 12 by 10. Do I have to tear it down? No, I already tore it down. Okay. Um, is it cut up in less than eight foot sections? Um, no, it's not. No, fuck it. He says it is, right? Yeah, because that would cost more. Yep, it's all cut up, man. It's, it's ready to go. I actually I put it at the end of my driveway. All right, cool. Uh, what else? No, that, that's all I want to get rid of. All right, uh, it's in my experience that sheds that big will fill up the, entri- the entire truck. Well, why don't you come out and take a look? That's not how my business works, Paul or mister. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's just not how we work. What, it, I, I've, what we do is we come out with the truck and you pay for the space on the truck. Quarter truck is 175, half truck is 350, uh, three-fourths of a truck is 525, and a full truck is 675. You get one ton, one ton limit. Well, you know, it might be somewhere in between. Well, I can tell you this, that if it's less than a full truck, you'll you'll pay less than 675. I'm not fucking coming out and wasting my time to bid. It's bullshit. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my day. And if you're in that kind of business and you're driving around all day long, bidding out 50 fucking places and not getting the job and wasting your day, shame on you. Shame on The first thing I ask people, do you have the money? Do you have the money? You don't have to say it like that, but you, how do you plan to pay for this? What kind of a budget do you have for this? Do you have a budget for this? Grow some fucking balls, right? Grow some balls. The consumer, the, it has to be fear for the consumer and fear for the business owner. Plain and simple. And wasting my time going out doing free estimates fucking blows. But my man here at Ultimate uh, Construction Company... He does free estimates. I caution against free estimates because you already know, bro. A kitchen is a fucking kitchen is a kitchen is a kitchen. A bathroom is a bathroom. A window is a window. Roof is a roof. Plain and simple. You know, man, that there are motherfuckers that can tell you how much a roof is by Google Maps. They look at that shit, the square foot of the house. Boom, this is how much it costs. And you know it. And you're damn close. And a five by eight bathroom... There's a fucking five by eight bathroom. Plain and simple. I know right all day long. Five by eight bathrooms, half truck. Fill up a half truck on a five by eight bathroom. All day, every day. And my biggest question is, is it drywall or is it plaster and lat? Because it's fucking plaster and lat, it costs more money because the shit's heavy as fuck. Simple. God, man, it gets me so pissed off. Legit. Your biggest problem as a small business owner is yourself. It is you. You are scared to be upfront to talk about money with people. You have got to be tough. You have to be strong and stop being a bitch and tell people straight up 
This is the cost. And if it doesn't work for them, well, then they can go fucking find somebody else. I'll give you an example. Today, I had a lady who had a bagster. Okay. She called up and says, oh, I heard you guys get rid of bagsters. I said, yeah, yes, we do. Um, we do them for about 200 bucks, depending on what you have. She says, oh, $200. Oh, well, waste management gets rid of them for 150. And I said, they do. Where did you hear that? I, I said, I said, to her, I go, oh, you do. Where did you hear that? That's interesting. Oh, we call waste management. And then I said, oh, that's funny. Because I am, a, and I lied to her, I don't give a fuck. I go, oh, that, that, that's weird. Because I actually um, do bags to pickups for waste management. And they charge 250 And I get 200 of it and they get 50 of it. It's 250 Boom, fucking called that bitch right the fuck out. They don't, she was like, oh, well, maybe I didn't call. Yeah, no shit you didn't call, lady. Because I know the price. But you got to have the nuts to do it. Or you're going to be doing shit for less and you're not going to be making money. That's why I get six seventy-five for a fucking full truck with one fucking ton. And I could get more. And sometimes I do. Because I don't bitch out. Man. The only time I bitch out, right, is on my podcast. When I give out free plugs for people. Because I'm trying to build my audience. And I get paid one cent to do this. So, one more plug for these guys and we'll move on. Ultimate... Construction company, good guy Steve, good worker, he's the owner. It's out of Marlboro, Ultimate Construction, it's uh, ultimate-built.com, ultimate-built.com. Really nice guy, totally cool, I get it that he has to go out there, it's sometimes people really want you to, to do an estimate, and you know, you really need to meet people face-to-face to be able to try to win that business, but before you head out, Simple questions to ask them is, are they ready? Are you just asking questions or are you ready? Do you have the money? Budgeting, because if they don't have the money, don't go. Plain and simple, don't go. If you're not leaving with the deposit check, if you don't think you're getting a deposit check on that first visit, beat it, bro. You ain't going. I do demo, right? When I go to meet you, I'm going to pick up the deposit check because we're starting next week. All right. Where are we? And I get real pa- I, Why do I have to be the guy? Honestly. I am just some fucking nitwit from Uber Mass that legit isn't going to put up with any crap, man. You have got to be tough. You have got to be hard in your business. Hard. Hard. Hard, tough conversations. If you want to be successful in business, legitimately, how many difficult conversations with people do you want to have and can you tolerate will equal how much money you make. Plain and simple. And even when I'm being nice to someone, because I'm nice to people, even when I'm being nice and I'm being cool with you, I'm still not going to get fucked. The only time I let someone get one over on me are friends and family And when they do, I tell them. I let them know straight up, this is what it's going to cost me. I'm not making a dime. I'm doing you a favor. I don't do anything in my business life for nothing. I do something in my business life for something in return. Plain and simple. Now, I'm charitable. I, I do a lot. I mean, we don't. I don't like to talk about the shit I do for charity. Just know that I, I care about charity and I do work for charity, okay? And I'm not looking for anything for that, all right? Which is why I, Brad back here, he gave me this, this backdrop for nothing. Nada. Goose egg. I'm going to return the favor because every good deed this man worked his ass off for this loot back here and he dropped it on me. I was talking about this the other day. I was talking about this yesterday, actually, with the guy that works for me, right? And he was like, hey... You think you're going to keep up with the podcast even though you're not happy, right? And and by that, I mean, I'm not happy with the podcast, okay? I want it to be better, and I want to be better at doing this. I want to be great at doing it. I don't want to just be average. I want to get better every single show, have better topics, or the the topics really don't matter because we're going to talk about what I feel like talking about, but I want to be better at it. I want to be more entertaining, more more engaging. I want to relate with my listeners, <clears throat> and he's like, well, you seem like you're upset. I said, yeah, I'm just not good with it. He's like, 
you know, do you ever think about just not doing it on like an off night? Like we'll take an example of the night where everything just sucked and the podcast was terrible. And I said, sure, sure as shit. The night that the podcast went south, I thought about just forgetting it. I was going to turn it all off and I was going to walk away for the night. And then in that moment when we were having uh, the Facebook kick down, I looked back at, at the banner and I said literally to myself, I said, no, no, no fucking way. I'm not doing this podcast. There's one dude out there that cares about me enough, that likes the show enough, whether it sucks or not, that he would fucking spend his hard earned money that he worked for in the middle of a pandemic to send me a banner and to send me a post to carry this shit up. The guy believes in me enough that if he is the only person on, only one listening, only one on my live feed, I'm doing it and I will do it just for the fact that the guy worked his ass off and gave me something, not for because he wanted something in return, but because he believed in me, which helped me believe in myself when I didn't feel like doing it the other night. Plain and simple. This thing right here, this banner, what would will most likely be the fucking reason that this podcast doesn't go away. And while I'll be doing it five years from now, because every time I turn around and take a look at it, I'm going to be like, Brad was like, bro, I like your podcast. I'm going to spend my own ass money to help you out. So I'll take that shit lightly. I don't even know how the hell we got there. Damn. Steve just popped in and said, thanks for the plug. Bro, if you were here from the beginning and you and you heard, you missed the whole thing about what didn't mean to get you all worked up. All right. About the free estimates. I fucked up the name of your company. All right. Ultimate Construction Company in Marlboro. Ultimate-built.com. All right. We didn't even get to a damn topic. I didn't even get to talk about peanut butter. <sighs> all right. We're 16 minutes in. I need to take that damn break. Let me take the break. So that I can get paid, and then we get back. Major issue here in the Paziali household. Major problem. The order of things are messed up in this house, and I and it's and it's my fault. I let this happen. This is just. I don't know if we're gonna come back from this, man. This is like, what a man wants: peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's all he asks for. One thing: hot water. Two things. Three things. Easy stuff, man. Mac and cheese, eggs. Peanut butter and jelly, hot water, when we get back. Fantastic. We're back. Thank you for making it this far, as I always say. And if you're not listening, totally cool. I, I'm just glad that you made it through that one penny, because we're one penny closer to having a better show. We're one penny closer to having the equipment that we need to have the best spazzing out podcast ever. We're one penny closer to having another stream. Right now, while I record the podcast, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I'm on Facebook Live. I'm on TikTok Live. My peeps on TikTok. My peeps on Facebook. I need another tablet. Then we'll be on Instagram Live. And then another tablet will be on Twitter Live. We'll have all the live streams going while we record this podcast, while you guys interact. And this show just gets bigger and bigger. And we get to do fun things. So hold on, TikTok things all messed up. We get to do fun things like live events, which we're going to talk about. The death of, of live events and Dave Grohl. If we have time. Because apparently, I just like to go on and bitch about bullshit. That happens in my life. Speaking of that stuff. The, we do have a sponsor. Ultimate Construction Company out of Marlboro. Check those guys out. I got their t-shirt on. So. I don't understand. Um, I guess I just don't understand women. Maybe you guys can help me out when it comes uh, to women. Okay. I think Sully's binging me up with loot on TikTok. Uh, thanks bro. But not necessary. Someone help me out with how to deal with women. Because I, I really, 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 and I need your advice. I really love my wife. I do. And I'm a difficult person. I might be one of the most difficult people on the planet. I'll ask you to get peanut butter, and you'll get peanut butter for me. But it won't be the right kind of peanut butter. I'll be pissed off about the kind you got. Feel like you should just know what kind I like. Same thing like eggs. You know, like, I want eggs, but you should know what kind of eggs. 
And I want to be nice to Kay and I want to love her because I do. But I get frustrated when people go food shopping and they buy shit that I don't like. And they're out of, I don't like much. I like cheese pizza, peanut butter and jelly, macaroni and cheese, hot dogs, straight up cheese sandwiches with chips on them and pickles. I mean, that's about all I eat. And all I ask is that when I don't have any left, when you go food shopping, you just pick me up what I want. And I get home today and I'm thinking, I want, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She just went shopping. I'm like, there's definitely PBJ. We had this fucking problem last week with the jelly. I had to go out and buy my own jelly. <clears throat> so I don't know how uh, to get... Here, come dude, I'm not going to... The Trader Joe's thing, man, fucking... We don't even have... Please, they didn't go to Trader Joe's. For the love of God. Because we all know... We all know that one peanut butter company makes the same peanut butter for everybody else. You got the peanut butter guy, he makes it for fucking Skippy. He makes it for Jiffy. He makes it for fucking Trader Joe's. He makes it for everybody. It just... I'm not going to get pissed off about it. I'm more upset... And how do I convince my wife to remember me when she goes food shopping? That's it. How do I get her to understand that I want one fucking thing? <clears throat> and that is when the jelly's gone. I get it. I ate it all. Buy me new jelly. When there are no eggs left, get me eggs. When there's no peanut butter, get me peanut butter. I don't ever... It's almost like tipping a server. When I'm at a restaurant, right, you get tipped on the fact that my drink is never empty. And when my drink gets to the bottom, you know about it and you get me a new drink. I feel the same way about my peanut butter. When my peanut butter has come to an end and I've, I'm literally scraping out, you know, the top up by the top to get the peanut butter out of there. You need to know this shit and get me some more peanut butter. But how do I convey it to her? Without sounding like a dick. Because I don't want to... I'm not trying to be a dick. I just have a problem. I have a dilemma. You go grocery shopping. So I need you to pick this shit up for me. Because I don't want to have to go to the store. Because you already went food shopping. So I don't I don't know. It. Brad says leave it on the counter. I, I mean... I, don't, I feel like I shouldn't have to leave it on the counter. I feel like you open up the cabinet. And you know. You're like, boom. Peanut butter. Or... Or you do an Anthony check. That's what, that's what I'm asking for. An Anthony check. He likes five things. Open up the cabinet. Open up the peanut butter. Plenty of peanut butter. Put it away. Go into the fridge. Open up the jelly. Plenty of jelly. Put that shit away. We're good. Let's check the American cheese. Great. Plenty of American cheese left. We're good. <clears throat> Let's check the Wonder Bread. Plenty of Wonder Bread. All right. We're good. Open up the freezer. Any cheese pizza in there for the man? Cheese pizza's in there for the guy. Plenty of eggs. We're good. Anthony's okay. That's all I ask. I don't ask them to buy my booze. I buy my own. If I want to drink, I go out. I get my own bottle. When I'm done with my bottle, I go get another one. <clears throat> it's a major problem, especially during this time uh, of quarantine, because you can't get into a fucking store, a uh, supermarket, for like an hour, and I'm not waiting in line just for fucking peanut butter. So when you're at the market, when in doubt, buy it out. When in doubt, buy them out. Plain and simple. When in doubt, buy it. Buy it. Buy it. I don't care if you just bought some the day before. You're like, oh, do I have peanut butter for him? Well, guess what? If you buy it, you do. If you buy it, I guarantee you have it. And one other thing. I'm not going to get pissed if you buy me more peanut butter. Now, if you buy yourself something, yeah, I'll be bullshit. Yeah, plain and simple. I'll, I'll, 100%, I'll be pissed. If you already have a can of coffee... And you buy another can, I'm going to light you up because it's not for me, it's for you. And when it's something for me, it needs to be bought. And it's fucking imperative that I never have to worry about peanut butter. I don't want to have to worry about that shit. Any of it. Just simple. Plain and simple. I really have one rule in this house. Honestly. And I'm not even trying to be a dick. I... I'm a very simple man. I wear the same jogging pants every day. I have like 500 pairs of underwear. Literally. 
I could wear a new pair of underwear for every day of the fucking year and not have to worry about whether or not it's clean. I have that many pairs of underwear. That many. All I ask, underwear, socks, don't fuck with my jogging pants. They don't need to be washed. When they need to be washed, I will wash them. Do not move them from where I have put them before I went to work, so I have to look for them. Don't touch my sandals. That's another one. Simple, simple rules. <clears throat> Easy peasy. Don't touch his sandals. Don't touch his jogging pants. He doesn't normally wear his shirt in the house unless it's a sponsored one, <clears throat> so he doesn't need a shirt. Wherever he puts his keys, don't touch them. Make sure he has peanut butter, jelly, Bread, cheese, cheese pizza, eggs, macaroni and cheese, and the man is happy. 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 I don't know if that relates with any of you guys. But it's a huge problem here at my house. And I just, I have grievances and I can't, you know, write that. I have more grievances than the Declaration of Independence has for King George. Had I uh, wrote in the Declaration of Independence the grievances about no peanut butter, eggs, jelly, all these things, it'd be a fucking mile long, but it'd be pretty damn simple and explanatory that when in doubt, buy it out. When in doubt, I will never be pissed, ever, if you're buying me something. Me. Me, me, me. Are we, are we getting to this? It's all about me. Me. All right. Topic. Might, we might as well get into something, right? Top five things that we are missing socially during the pandemic. There are five things that, you know what? What's your favorite peanut butter, guys? While, while we're doing this, what's everybody's favorite peanut butter? I, I used to love Teddy brand peanut butter, but now I'm back on Skippy. So I'm curious, what do you guys like for peanut butter? So the top five social things we are missing. These are things that we used to do before the pandemic and we don't do them anymore. Okay? Most of them, out of the top five, actually five out of five, I don't give a shit and I don't miss it. So, number five, people miss going to the bar with their friends. They miss that. I, you guys know, I don't, I don't. I'm cheap. I, I, if I'm going to a bar... I'm pre-gaming before I go, and I'm sneaking nips into the bar, and I'll get myself a ginger ale because it's cheaper, and I'll pour a nip in it. So I don't miss hanging out with my buddies. I'm 40 years old, 41 actually. I don't miss hanging out at bars with people and spending money. Don't care. Next one, number four. The number four most missed thing since the pandemic has start. And this is bullshit. This is a list by a dick. Because these things are garbage. Because nobody likes these things. Number four is date night. Date night. I don't know a single man who misses date night. And if you say you miss date night, one, it's because your chick's sitting fucking right next to you. Or two, your balls are in your fucking wife's purse. Simple. No one misses date night. No one. Nobody misses date night. Unless it's date night with your buddy at the Bruins game. Or date night with your boy at the Patriots. Nobody in America, no man in the country, misses date night. No one. So survey must have been done by a bunch of broads. Because no one misses date night. Number three. Number three. Hugs. People miss hugs. People miss contact with other people. I think you guys know where I'm going to go with this. Nobody misses Nobody misses this shit. Who misses hugs? Who? Have you guys once, honestly, be honest. I want to show of hands on the live feeds. Show of hands. Who misses hugs? Anybody. Please. One, any fucking person on here. No one misses hugs. Not a single person. No one does. Not to mention the fact that hugs are like uncomfortable. Because you don't know when to hug somebody and when not to hug somebody or who you should be hugging or not hugging. So this takes away that damn problem of do you hug a woman or do you shake a woman's hand? Now, in my house, I don't fucking hug any women but my daughter 
and my and my wife. That's it. Those are simple rules to love, live by. Because happy wife, happy life. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I only love my wife and I love my daughter. And nobody else gets a goddamn hug from me. Now the wrestling community, that's a little bit different. Uh, wrestlers, we love to hug. Little underarm, over under. Get in. Nice big hug. I miss bro hugs. That's I miss the bro hug. The bra hug? All day. I miss my bra hugs. But again, three things so far on this list that no one gives a F about. The next one, number two. Number two. The number two most thing that we miss during the pandemic is celebrating with family and friends. Under this category, birthdays, weddings, Mother's Day, Father's Day, which is coming up, um, graduations, births, uh, reveal parties. Everything that's covered under this is a big fucking waste of money. I love it. It's fantastic that these things are gone because there are a bunch of made up milestones that, that people make up that we celebrate that are just another reason to pick a poor man's pocket. So I think it's fantastic that things like this, the celebration of my kid graduated from kindergarten is gone or, you know, my, my kid took its first shit. Let's go buy him uh, a new pair of pants. It's gone and people miss. They miss this. They miss the celebrations. I don't. I like to save money. I don't miss spending money at all. I do not. My list would be um, things that I don't miss. Not like I'd have to think about it, right? But I, I just, I don't miss spending money. I've saved tremendous amounts of money on things. Like Kaylee's birthday was was in April. I got off the hook on that. Mother's Day, I got off the hook on that. Now I got her I got her something nice for both. I took care of her for her birthday. I did as well as Mother's Day. She deserves it. She's a great mom. She's great. She's fucking best. But I hate spending money. I don't like it. I don't like to waste money on made up stupid shit that people think you should spend money on. So no, I do not miss celebrations with friends and family whatsoever. Any of any kind. You're having a barbecue? Well, bro, I don't want to go because I don't have to buy a fucking 30 pack of beer that one, I don't drink. And two, that you probably won't fucking drink. Waste the money, waste the time. Don't care. Last one, the number one thing that we miss, which again is a bunch of is a bunch of BS. The number one thing that I'm, that that people here in the United States miss is face-to-face contact. People miss socializing with other people. They miss face-to-face contact. They're pissed that they can't get together with their buddies to shoot the shit over whether Tom Brady hates Josh McDaniels or not. They're upset that they can't talk about whether, uh, you know, Stidham is going to be the next fucking Tom Brady. They can't, you know, they can't do it face-to-face. It sucks. No one misses face-to-face time either. No one. But we spend 90% of our time avoiding people. I will give you an example. When I used to work at Intercom, when I used to work at WAAF, I knew the exact way to get out of the building, which would cause me the least amount of interactions with people. Also, the time that I should leave to have the least amount of contact with people. Legitimately. I used to send interns down the hallway to find out who was in the hallway. I would literally like big rabbit, bro. Like, listen, I'm about to leave. Go to go look down the hallway. Tell me who's in the hallway. Tell me if the coast is clear. He would come out. He'd be like, nah, there's no one in the hallway. Boom. I'd run to the back set of stairs, run down to the first floor. Then I would go out the loading dock because I didn't want to talk to anybody because people want to stop you. They want to waste your time on shit that you don't care about. You walk by. What's up, bro? How's it going? That's it. That's it. I don't give a fuck how it's going. How you doing? Good, good, bye. I want to go. People want to stop. They want to talk to me like, oh, how you doing? How's Narium? How's Presley? Fuck you. That's how they are. I want to go home. No facial interactions. Don't talk to me. Do not talk to me. I don't care. That's great. Oh, oh, yeah. Little Jimmy's doing fan. Oh, how's Jimmy? Fuck. I got to talk to this fucking guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I know. I've known you for fucking 17 years and I still don't give a shit about your family. Leave me alone. That's how people really feel. And you all know I'm right. You all know that when you're trying to leave work or when you just want to go somewhere or just 
anything in general. You do not want to talk or have a face-to-face conversation with somebody about shit you don't care about. It's like funerals, bro. You're at a funeral. Your father just died. You people call, oh, I'm sorry for you. Like, yeah, bud, fuck you. My dad just died. Fuck off. You sorry? Is it going to bring him back? No. Fuck off. Literally. I don't know why people feel like they have to, you know, like the, like the longer you talk to me, the more I'm going to be happy. Like, oh, yeah, this is great. Here we go. Ah, oh, I got to... What do you want to talk about, bro? Because you, can you get it out in less than 20 seconds? Because I got to get the fuck out of here. Come on. Literally. There should be a no talking rule. Especially like, it's like at the supermarket, dude. So I purposely do not go food shopping ever in Woburn, Mass. Ever, ever, ever. I'm from Woburn, Mass. It's where I went to high school. My family lives in Woburn. I know everybody in Woburn. I'm like the fucking king of Woburn. I do not... I don't go into stores in that goddamn city because there are people who want to have face-to-face conversations with you. They want to talk to you about stupid shit. It's like, bro, I just want to get some bread and I want to go home and I want to binge watch Ozark or I want to fucking jerk off. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. But now you got to, oh yeah, that's good to see you. Oh, Oh, you got kids. Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, they're gonna, oh, your kids are going to college. Oh, wow, wow. Big fucking deal. I'm never going to talk to you ever again. And Target and Woburn and all places in Woburn, you've lost my business because I will be not going to your establishment because you allow other people that I went to school with to go to your business who want to talk to me that I don't want to talk to. So, I think we've all come to an agreement that nobody wants face-to-face conversations. Plain and simple. Can we agree on that? Can everybody at least agree with me that when you're out in public, you would like to minimize the amount of conversations you have with people. Someone said, what's good, homie? What's up? We're recording a podcast. You guys would like to minimize... The amount of time you have contact with people. You want to minimize the amount of time of conversation because you just want to get in and you want to get out. I don't care about your kids. I don't care what you've been doing for the past 20 years. Bro, I don't care. If I did care, we'd still be buddies. We'd still be friends. I'd be chilling at your house. I don't fucking care. Don't. Don't, please. If you see me in public, fuck, flip me off. I would. I love the people that don't like me better than I like the people that like me. Why? Because they don't talk to me. The people that don't like Spaz from WAF, bro, they drive by, they beep the horn, they flip me off, and they're gone. Or the people that see me in public that don't like me, literally, they walk by and be like, guy, you're a fucking loser. And they walk. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am a loser. You don't want to talk to me. We don't have to have a 50 fucking hour conversation about WAF, where the fuck is LB, what's Hillman like, is Danielle fucking hot. Bro, I don't give a fuck. I got shit going on. But honestly, if I, if you do see me in public, we can talk. We can, we can have a conversation. I swear we can. I'm just letting you know that it's like one of those things where it's like, there's a time limit, man. It's like, ugh. Whew. Ah, bro, you're pushing the... Honestly, I wish I had Oscar music for when people want to stop and talk to me. They're just like, you want to chat while we're in like the fucking milk aisle? And I just want to get in and out. <laughs> fucking play you right out of my face. See you later. <whistles> Boom. Man, I'm getting all chappy up. Hold on, everybody. Ah, we didn't cover any topics. Well, we covered that topic, didn't we? Water, not vodka. All right. How late are we running? All right. So there, we got to the five, the top five social things that we miss. Number five was people miss hanging out in bars with their friends. Number four, people miss date night. Number three, 
<clears throat> people miss hugs. Number two, people miss celebrating with their family and friends for certain occasions, birthdays, weddings, things like that. And number one, people miss face-to-face -face contact, which we all know is BS. Um, <clears throat> Jesus. I really wanted to get into, um, I guess we'll cover tomorrow. Uh, so guys, we have someone from Portugal. I don't know if you could speak American, but if you can, hello. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. <clears throat> I wanted to get into uh, the bill that Nancy Pelosi is going to try to jam down our throat another $3 billion in, um, uh, uh, what, what do they call it, relief plan. But I, that, I need longer time to talk about that. All you guys really need to know from my end. Uh, yeah, this is what I, let, let's do this. Why don't you guys do a little homework? Or you Google the $3 trillion plan they're about to push down our throat on Friday. And you know where I stand on it. This is, this is, uh, he said, no problem. Nice. Good. Um, do you guys ever know, isn't that fucking funny? When you talk to someone foreign, you like talk to them like they're fucking from like, like another planet. Like legit, all the guy does is speak a different language. And I'm like, oh yeah, American. Yeah, we speak American. And you talk loud, you're like, American. Guy fucking speaks it, no problem. Probably makes good wine. But I want to talk about that because you guys know where I stand on it. I, we don't have the money. The United States of America doesn't have the money for it. It's, I don't know where the fuck we're getting the money for it. So we need to cover that. We should briefly talk about Tom Brady, though. Uh, on Two things on Tom Brady. And we talk about Boston because I'm from Boston and it's important to me. So, a guy says I speak English. Good. Um, Tom Brady, someone paid $800,000. $800,000 to go to a game in Tampa and have dinner. Um, wait, someone said, and repeat yourself when you talk to someone from another... Yeah, I love it. All right. So someone paid $800,000 to have dinner with Tom Brady and to go to a game and watch Tom Brady play. The guy's fucking 25 years old, and he's a YouTuber. He's a 25-year-old YouTuber, and his theme of his YouTube channel is Super Mario Brothers. This dude plays Super Mario Brothers on his YouTube channel, and he makes $1 million a month and revenue playing Super Mario because kids like my son and kids all their age, all they do is they watch other kids playing video games. And this dude's a huge Tom Brady fan, and he paid eight hundred grand, eight hundred thousand dollars for charity, and he's gonna have he's gonna have dinner with Brady. This dude's telling me I speak too fast. That's why the show's called Spazzing Out. Program's called Spazzing Out. A fastest furious. We're gonna give it to you. So. I guess it's pretty cool that the guy can make, you know, like $12 million a year playing Super Mario games um, and cool for Tom. But while we're talking about Tom, uh, what the fuck has happened to the Tom Brady that we know? Or maybe it's a good thing. What has happened? And, and all of a sudden, Tom has a comment on everything that's going on. And I'm okay with it. I'm very opinionated. I like when players are opinionated. I appreciate now that Tom actually has a voice and that he can come out and say how he feels. So there's a story out on whether or not Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels had a feud before Tom left and him and Tom were beefing. Tom came out on Monday and said, nah, we're bras. We're bros, bras for life. No problem. Ears clear. Everybody here in Boston calls BS. Everybody up here, the media is pissed. All the guys that worked for 19 years that couldn't get a fucking straight answer out of Tom Brady are pissed because now that he's left and now that his career is over, Tom can speak up. Uh, someone wants me to say happy birthday. Can you say happy birthday to my friend Nick Curry, who just turned 21? But happy birthday uh, to Nick. And as you know, one of the top five things that we miss is celebrating birthdays and getting face-to-face -face and drinking and you're 21. Sorry, but I do have a shot suggestion for you. Get a prairie fire. Prairie fire. Everyone who turns 21 should try that trick. Now let's get back to Tom. <clears throat> so here's the deal. Tom can actually talk now. And the reporters in mass 
and the people that had to be his beat reporter for years couldn't get shit out of him, and now they're all pissed off at Tom because he can give an opinion and he can talk, so they're writing shit stories about him, and they're ripping on Tom. You guys forget that before Tom Brady was here, the Patriots sucked. Before Tom Brady, it was season after season after season of shit. Sure, we made the Super Bowl. We got our ass kicked by fucking Green Bay. Sure, we made the playoffs a few times. But until Tom Brady started playing, and Coach Belichick, as I, co- I give Coach most of the credit, I-, I think the Patriots can be just fine without Tom. But now that Tom's out, you guys are soundly ripping the guy. And you guys forget, he's only going to play in Tampa for like two years. We want Tom to come back. We want Tom to be an ambassador of Massachusetts. We want Tom to be at the games and be welcome here in Massachusetts. The guy's a football fucking god, and you guys are treating him like he's some piece of shit because for 19 years, he didn't give you any info because his boss told him he couldn't. His boss said, you can't have an opinion while you play for me. And that's the deal. That's why you get nothing from any Patriots, and then when they leave, they're opinionated. So back off Tom Brady. The guy finally gets to have a voice, and you people all want to be a dick about it. You beat reporters that are pissed that the guy wouldn't give you anything. He wouldn't even give you a scrap. And now he's down in Tampa, and he's making shit easy for the beat reporters down in Tampa because he can talk. So lay off Tom Brady. The guy deserves a break. The guy deserves to fuck up if he wants to fuck up. Six Super Bowl rings. For you. Made your job easy. So there we have it on Tom. You know I love Tom. Alright, maybe the last thing we should uh, talk about because this is super important. Let's get another plug in before we go for our uh, local business of the day. Ultimate Construction Company out of Marlboro. Ultimate-built.com Check them out. If you have a local business that you want a free plug for during the coronavirus pandemic, I'm trying to help people get business. I don't know if it's working or if it's not. I have no clue. Pass the word. Last thing that we should... Um, oh, you know what? Fuck, man. We have so much shit. We can talk about it tomorrow. We got to talk about what a federal judge did in the business that he's allowing it to happen to. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Tonight, very important and... This company needs your support, and I think we should support them. I have a business. It's a franchise, but it's locally owned, guys. These franchises, please understand something about franchises. Although they are corporate owned, the high one is, but the franchise is individually owned and operated by someone local. A local guy buys a franchise, runs and operates it right here in Massachusetts. Examples of that are people who own a Dunkin' Donuts. They own it. They're local to right here. I own a franchise with with, uh, We Buy Ugly Houses. I own it. I'm right here. I am a local owner and operator. Domino's, local owner and operator. Um, The list goes down, right? You name it, Valvoline, whatever it is. Most of these businesses are locally owned and operated by people who live in mass and they need our business just as much as the small business owners because they're still a small business owner. All they did was bought into a system. That's all we did. We bought into a trusted system and we bought into an education system to help us run our business so that we can learn it, but we're still local business owners. So I urge you all, okay, because this is a business that 100% doesn't do takeout, never did takeout before. I can't believe they're doing takeout now. It's a business that really operates on having your kids' birthday parties and having your kids go there and play video games. But Chuck E. Cheese and <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese in Everett, I think it's in Everett, um, it's on Route 16, is asking people to order pizza. cheese pizzas from Chuck E. Cheese in Everett. They can't open up to have your kids' birthday parties. You've all had a birthday party there. You've all supported these places. So please, order yourself a cheese pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. It's five fucking bucks. Five dollars. If you don't want to eat it, send it to my house. I'll fucking eat it. Okay? Actually, I think you got to go pick it up. I'm going to get one. 
Um, Jesus, man, my gut. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't get bumped. I think I'm like sitting there like, oh, Chuck E. Cheese pizza sucks. I actually like Chuck E. Cheese cheese pizza. It's bomb. It's pretty comparable to, you know, like you have a level. You have shitty pizza. And I would say Chuck E. Cheese is on that level of shitty pizza. But it's the best of shitty pizza. It's good. I eat it. I look forward to eating Chuck E. Cheese cheese pizza when, when I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese and when my kid's having a birthday party there or someone else's kid's having a birthday party there or my buddy Donnie White who had his 40th fucking birthday party there. We all like the cheese. They need our help. Okay? I don't know if they deliver. They don't deliver. Okay? They, the, before this, they never even did takeout. Now they need your help because the guy needs to stay open or he's going to lose his business. He's asking... Order cheese pizza, $5 cheese pizzas to save Chuck E. Cheese. Okay? Plain and simple. I'm going to get one for tomorrow night's dinner. I'm going to have a cheese pizza. From Oh, man, the GERD. I got to fucking stop eating in general. I'm going to die of the GERD. So there we have it. That's where we're going to end the program on. The program is going to end on the note of support this cheese pizza industry, Chuck E. Cheese, Guy needs your help. It's five, and he's doing it for five bucks. Five dollar cheese pizzas, bro. Where else are you getting a five dollar cheese? Nowhere, nowhere. Place is full of germs, no matter what. <laughs> so whatever, man. I don't know if fucking Chuck E. Cheese is full of germs or not. All I know is he's a local business owner, and he would like you to order some cheese pizza. All right, all right, guys. That's gonna wrap it up for tonight. Tomorrow night, or tomorrow's podcast, we will get to JetBlue food. We will cover strip clubs. We will cover how many people have died. And we will get to the $3 billion, $3 trillion bullshit, monopoly money, stimulus, relief package that we are going to get, which I don't know who's going to pay for it, okay? We'll get to that. And some of the gross things that some of the money is going for. One of the things that pisses me off the most, and we'll talk about it tomorrow, is that they're only putting aside $70 billion for tests for coronavirus. They should just put all fucking trillion dollars, all three trillion of it towards the tests. All three trillion. All right. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, If you follow me, if you're watching on TikTok, follow me. If you're watching me on Facebook, like the page. Follow the page. Tell everybody about it. I'm going to try my best to be on by 6.30 every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. I want to try to make 6.30 my starting time. I can't guarantee it yet, but that is the time that I would like to do this. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, if you like the podcast, subscribe to it. If you're not listening right now, no worries. I don't care. Thank you for the penny. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out.